Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a weekly show that brings you the most interesting content in information security, technology, and humans. The idea is content curation as a service. I spend between 5 and 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts. I then take what I learned from that content and turn it into a concise 30-minute summary. So I've decided to remain ad and sponsor-free. So if you're someone who enjoys the show and can afford fancy coffee, please consider heading over to danielmiesler.com support. Become a member for just $5 a month or $50 a year. Becoming a member gets you the weekly companion newsletter full of all the links and stories I mentioned on the podcast and helps me to continue doing the show. And thanks to everyone who's already a member. to episode 120. Got a lot of security news and a lot of idea pieces this week and I'm going to jump into it. So the city of Atlanta has been severely disabled for days due to a ransomware attack. Many people have been unable to pay tickets and bills online, report issues in the city, and the Wi-Fi at the airport was actually disabled for quite a while as well. I'm hoping this will get some people some religion around security hygiene, but based on the new law they just passed opposing security research, I'm unfortunately doubtful about that. Under Armour, who uh, has a brand called Fit My Fitness Pal, has had a breach affecting around 150 million users. There's a bunch of discussion online around how many of the hashes were protected with Bcrypt versus SHA. Not sure it was, it was uh, SHA-256 or what it was. Either way, it was something fast. So um, I think they said that the majority was protected with Bcrypt, but some were protected with a, uh, a normal fast hash, which will be easy to break. Uh, the parent company for Cambridge Analytica, SCL Elections, claimed to have performed various services in 32 different countries around the world. And as mentioned in a previous episode and indicated in the title, SCL Elections is in the business of achieving particular outcomes for their customers during elections. They basically try to help a particular paying customer to win an election. Uh, There's a critical bug in Drupal causing serious compromises. Uh, Patch immediately if you're running Drupal and then uh, switch to a better CMS. Maybe WordPress, which it sounds strange to say that because WordPress is PHP-based and PHP CMSs are generally uh, garbage. But uh, I think WordPress is the better one. I think they've got more market share. And as a result, they've just had tons of scrutiny. And they've got a big team, a dedicated team working on stuff. So it seems like that's the way to go if you're going to play with fire. Microsoft has had to release a patch to the patch they released for their meltdown patch. Not sure if it was three or if it was just two, but anyway, there's a new update related to meltdown for Microsoft. Saks Fifth Avenue has had some credit card data breached. And DARPA wants new ideas for how to use autonomous drone swarms in combat. You should reach out to, uh, Daniel Suarez, who wrote Kill Decision, which was all about this. 
In fact, I'm probably sure they have. I, I got invited to one of those at Stanford. It was quite interesting. A little bit scary, but very interesting. Cloudflare has released a new privacy-focused DNS service that runs on IP 1.1.1.1. Is that four ones? It's definitely four ones, not five, it's not three. You could try those, but they won't work. Uh, they supposedly rotate logs every 24 hours and don't store anything long-term. Uh, supposedly they're not writing to disk. Seems uh, cool, but I wish they also did security filtering. I think these are unfiltered, meaning they don't protect you against malware, but they are very fast and uh, basically um, have privacy features built in as opposed to security features. So pretty cool. Um, I wish they would add some malware stuff to it. The um, Someone just did a write-up on really fast DNS services, and I think... Cloudflare came in first, actually, like a 4.5 millisecond average around the globe, which is ridiculous. It's like super fast. But um, the other ones that did well were um, the Google One uh, Quad 9, which is another one that I'm playing with. It was, had a rough start. I'm going to try it again. But uh, yeah, Cloudflare uh, got into the space on April 1st. Um, four ones. Get it? So April 1st, 4-1. Um, and it's 4-1s for the IP address. They said they had to do it on April Fool's, which was also a Sunday, which was a little weird. But um, yeah, it's real. It's launched. It's fast. So check it out if you don't care about the security piece missing. Slash new policy lets bosses read employees' DMs without their consent. So anyone who's running a corporate version and they have, uh, you know, work has access to the account. That's something to consider. Georgia has passed a law that could put you in jail for even noticing a vulnerability in a computer system. Every InfoSec-related company should refuse to do business there. It's just my opinion. Uh, talked about legislative incompetence. I mean, this is crazy. Uh, when lawmakers know nothing about subjects they're making laws for, democracy basically becomes untenable. MITRE is evaluating APT detection tools. They're using their attack uh, framework to basically look and see what would be detected by a given APT tool, which is pretty cool. I love when MITRE gets involved in anything, really. Be careful what VPN service you use. Some are leaking IP and other information. I didn't put the link here, but I, I wrote a, I did a write-up of uh, some really good ones in the past. You could Google for it. Cops are opening iPhones with dead people's fingerprints. Nothing spooky about that. There's evidence that Russia is targeting undersea cables. I don't know if that's availability attack to potentially cut things off. Imagine just rigging up tons of explosives and then right at a, a, a given moment just blowing them. Um, that would be catastrophic, uh, I think, for business and for the Internet. Or are they trying to tap in somehow? I don't know. Who knows? Hard to say. Somebody put together a truly disturbing video showing how Sinclair Broadcasting, which owns around 200 local broadcasting stations around the country, puts out political segments that local news stations are then required to repeat in their own words. 
So basically you have one message being put down centrally and your local news people are saying those words as if it's coming from them. So all these people think they're getting this grassroots news. It's actually not. It's coming from corporate. And my point here is regardless of what ideology you're partial to, I think this group is conservative, right? But um, I mean, if that were liberal, if that were, I don't care what ideology it is, it's spooky to have something be invisibly centralized when it looks like it's local. And this video here that, that I linked to shows all these, you know, dozens of different groups saying the exact same words at the exact same time. And it sounds like so authentic, like they're coming up with it. It's quite spooky. You should check it out. Also, if you're into, you know, psyops or whatever, um, influence in any way, it's also kind of awesome, even though it's scary. The Facebook privacy story has been big, but the data brokering problem is much larger than just Facebook, right? It's an entire industry. And here's a large list of data broker sites and how to opt out of them. And that's what the link is here in the newsletter. Poland just bought 4.75 billion worth of Patriot missiles to defend against Russia. Technology news. Foxconn has purchased Belkin, which includes Linksys, Wemo, and Finn, P-H-Y-N. Looks like Microsoft is deprioritizing Windows and focusing more on cloud and AI. I think they're looking to pivot quickly so they don't miss the next big thing like they did with mobile. I'm hearing rumors that RSS could be poised for a comeback. People are talking about RSS readers and stuff like that. I think that would be great because individual bloggers are going unnoticed really right now. Um, because everyone's going to social media to get news and they're not really following central blogs. And then you got people like medium and stuff like that, where again, it's an aggregate hard to find individual voices. China is building a giant rain generation machine in Tibet, which it hopes will increase rainfall by 7% per year. That's like something, I don't know, quadrillion, jillion, billion tons. I don't remember the number, but it was a crazy number. BMW and Daimler are joining forces to oppose Silicon Valley in the car sharing war. Does that mean to say ride sharing war? Car sharing? Can't remember. But yeah. They, uh, they see the uh, attack from GM and Uber and Lyft. Maybe not GM because they're not in Silicon Valley. But anyway, they see a U.S. attack. So they're mobilizing the German force, um, Daimler and BMW. Human News. NASA has just received a response from Voyager 1 after 37 years of inactivity. It's 13 billion miles away but my car won't play audible without showing a giant error message this thing is 13 billion miles away and it's still working after almost 40 years that's ridiculous a new study has shown that the use of metaphor in our language can powerfully influence how we view challenges and their associated solutions 
So basically, if we call something a war, we call something a race, we call, you know, we use these different words for different things. Uh, it shapes how we care. Um, another one they talked about in the study was um, talking about cancer, uh, talking about um, war, competition, business, things like that. This um, ability to use language like this to influence people seems obvious to me. Um, beautiful language basically equates to hacking the listener's mind. If you think sales, marketing, seduction, whatever, right? It's, it's words detonating in the mind of the listener, causing them to do something. China is moving aggressively into Africa, both economically and militarily, and nobody is doing anything but watching. Too much history there of colonial uh, misuse and uh, just negativity. And uh, no one wants to go in there and, and either match them or start a fight and say they can't do it because who are they to talk, right? Because they did it themselves. When I say they, I mean U.S. and Europe. China is, I already talked about that one. Uh, rich women have more alcoholism-related problems than poor women, but the opposite is true for men. Been thinking about this just now at dinner, what the reason for that could be. Kind of interesting. Researchers in Japan are finding that spending time in nature has a significant benefit to human well-being. They're actually thinking about, and I think they did in the past, prescribing time in the forest, which I think would be awesome to get on a doctor's note. Saudi Arabia is busy preparing for the downfall of fossil fuels. They're modernizing socially. Uh, women are allowed to go outside now. And they're about to build the world's largest solar bank. It's 100 times bigger than the next largest and will cost over $200 billion. I think it's going to employ like 100,000 people as well. Ideas, trends, and analysis. Lots of stories here this week. Um, wrote an essay, DevOps as the Art and Science of Deliberate Practice. Basically, um, the idea here is that DevOps, if you really want to simplify it, it's just practicing often and practicing well, right? Have you ever seen a professional sports team do well if they only practiced a couple times a year? That is the old software model where you only release a few times a year um, or even if you only release once a month. Um, you're not practicing very often, right? And DevOps is releasing lots of times. It's also more things, right? I have a full breakout of it in the essay, but it's watching tape. It's monitoring. It's making slight adjustments before you go practice again, before you actually go play again. So I think the analog is pretty strong there. It's a pretty cool idea. Practice often and practice well. And I, I think that's uh, a good way to summarize DevOps. Why switch from Patreon to Memberful? This is the backend uh, support infrastructure that I use for the, um, for the site, for taking payments, publishing content, stuff like that. For uh, people who support the show, which I appreciate very much. 
And uh, when everything is disposable, luxury items are old and well-worn. This is interesting. It was just in Singapore and uh, went by a, a uh, luggage store. And they had displayed out front the banged up version of these metal shell um, pieces of luggage. And they had stickers all over them. And the idea was if you got a big scratch, you would cover it with a sticker. So you would go all these different places. And, and the idea is you'd have like these other people with like the perfect Tumi bag. It's got no scratches on it. And they think that looks cool. But then this higher level of traveler, maybe with more money and more whatever of this new type of class, I'm not saying it's better, but um, they would have something well-worn and obviously abused and something that they've had for a long time. And I think that um, what this article is talking about is that that's becoming like a new status symbol to have something that's old and obviously used, but still in good shape. Just a different way to signal, right? Now you're signaling that that is higher class than the perfect thing. It's really um, superficiality all the way down, if you think about it. A review of the Ready Player One movie that gives larger commentary on our tech-based society. don't want to spoil it for anyone. But actually, if you haven't read the book, I, I feel okay with spoiling it. Um, because you deserve that. Um, the bottom line is that um, there's an anti-tech uh, sort of bend to the, uh, to the book and to the movie. That, that, that's all I'll really say about that. Worst kind of manager is the absentee manager. Hollow praise and no leadership. No, you're doing fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Pretty good article about uh, there's abusive managers, the people who micromanage, there's people who do, you know, give you too much criticism. But this is arguing that the worst one is the one who doesn't say anything. Number of people think containers and Kubernetes, the whole ecosystem around that stuff, uh, is really just a temporary stepping stone to serverless. I just did some really cool uh, Kubernetes training with um, Jimmy Mesta. And uh, yeah, really, uh, really cool stuff. But I could definitely see why it is still one layer of abstraction away from what seems like the ultimate, which is serverless and function as a service. So be interesting to see how that plays out. Steve Jobs in this video talking about the definition of bad consulting being where the consultant doesn't have what's called skin in the game, which is also the title of Nassim Taleb's latest book. And it is about exactly that. It's about people giving advice when if that advice goes bad, it doesn't harm them in any way and how you shouldn't necessarily trust someone who's in that position. Or you should at least be more cautious. The behavioral sink. There might be a problem when the number of people drastically exceeds the number of roles that need to be played in society. This thing is about a rat experiment. It's quite disturbing. Um, eventually they keep re reproducing. Food is abundant. And eventually they just don't care. They stop re reproducing and they all die. So should put a sad section just for just for that link. 
For many of the poor, the gig economy is going to become virtually indistinguishable from serfdom. But so will regular jobs as well. In fact, they kind of already are. Only the highly educated, talented, and or lucky will reach escape velocity. But even many of those will have to use the gig uh, infrastructure and influencer ecosystem to magnify their reach. This is basically talking about how already the gig economy is becoming kind of just uh, what people who don't have any really other options are doing. I actually think it's going to become more broad and even top end people are going to have be doing gig economy because it's going to blend with the influencer economy. But um, I definitely see this happening now where you basically have this top tier who has lots of options and is getting paid a lot of money for a small amount of time. Then you have the bottom tier who are basically doing multiple gigs constantly, you know, destroying their cars, um, driving all over the place, babysitting cats, doing all these little tiny jobs and still drowning because they're just not making that much money. So kind of sad. We really need to uh, find some way to fix this. Run less software. Just thought that was a cool idea. It looked like a good essay. I haven't finished reading it. Um, But the idea is minimalization, right? Simplicity, simplifying. Um, Reminds me of that GitHub thing from a while back. Um, uh, Write no code, deploy nowhere. That's how you reduce your attack surface. All right, discovery. Uh, A Calvin and Hobbes fan writes a final scene between Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin has minutes to live and he has a last conversation with Hobbes. Quite powerful if you're a fan. 21 best documentaries on Netflix. The Facebook privacy story has been big, but the data brokering problem is much larger than just them. Talked about this one above, but I put the link here as well. The visual breakout of 96 people being asked to pick a number between 1 and 10. It's stunning uh, how these actually collapse. I think most people pick 7. AWS has published a ton of public data sets. Have I been owned? Have I been pwned? V2 hashes. Um, and going to be adding these to Seclus soon. Uh, visual analysis, the most common occupations by age. Uh, Kaggle datasets. Kaggle. Must be Kaggle. Kaggles or something else. Uh, true reply. Collect voice responses at scale. This thing seems pretty cool. It's linked with a bunch of AWS stuff. I think it's like opinion surveys or surveys done via voice. Looks pretty cool. Data and statistics, presidential approval rating since Kennedy. It's a visualization. Bill Gates has been, has given away over $20 billion since 2007. And Black Panther is the highest grossing superhero film of all time in the U.S. Notes. 
Um, and this is mostly for the newsletter, but uh, we'll talk about it here as well. Uh, lots of security and ideas this week. Sorry for the high article count. Couldn't figure out what to prune, really. Hopefully you get most of the value from one or two sentences I summarized with. So you only have to read a f few stories, you know, in full by clicking on links or whatever. And if you're not a member yet, you missed last week's edition of the newsletter. The free version is only twice a month. But you can sign up to get all future versions, which is every week, um, at the link here in the newsletter. Currently reading all five books written by Nassim Taleb of Black Swan fame. And I'm now actually, to give an update, done with the first two and I'm on the third one, which is Black Swan itself. After that is Anti-Fragile and then Skin in the Game. And uh, try not to collect watches anymore. Currently only have a Submariner and an Apple Watch. But I'm kind of in love with this Nomos Tangente. It's probably my next piece, which it shouldn't be because I shouldn't buy anymore. Um, but I'm going to get it without a date. I don't think I'll buy another mechanical watch that has a date because it's too disturbing to have to adjust for months without 31 days. It just feels broken. Recommendation. If you like this newsletter, you will absolutely love the bed of Procrustes. If you like this newsletter, you will absolutely love The Bed of Procrustes by Nassim Taleb. It's a book of aphorisms, which are little nuggets of wisdom, and it's completely stellar. Buy it in Kindle or paper because you want to mark it up. You want to mark your favorite aphorisms in there. You will really enjoy it. Um, you should definitely do that. And the aphorism for this week is also by Nassim Taleb. Work destroys your soul by stealthily invading your brain during the hours not officially spent working. Be selective about professions. Nassim Taleb. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. And don't forget you can also get the show, including all the links to the things I mentioned, in text form by signing up for the email newsletter at danielmiesler.com slash newsletter or via the blog post for each episode. I'll see you next time. Thank you.